This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Suze McLeod here with the Village Church Q&A podcast. We're coming to you this week with some special bonus episodes. Pastor Michael's here. Pastor Michael, what's going on? Well, I think it's fair to say this has been the most eventful week that most people I know have encountered. Mm -hmm. Uh, 9-11 was a level of insanity emotionally. This seems to be a different kind of of crazy that we're all experiencing. And from Mm -hmm. one day to the next, you Mm -hmm. kind of don't know what to expect or you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what the president or what the governor or what a different state is going to do. And and so actually last Sunday, we... Um, I got to preach and had zero categories that the week would unfold like it did. Yeah. And you know, we're in, we're in good company with a lot of other people and, but that's, it's actually strange for nobody to have a category for how the week would unfold. In fact, um, we were right now it's a Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, and we, as of this morning, when I woke up expected to have worship services tomorrow tomorrow morning and, Events have turned so quickly, mm-hmm. and um, one of the things that has become very apparent is how uh, our body even has responded to it. Yeah. And there's a couple big positive things in here. So COVID-19, coronavirus, probably if someone is going to download this a year or two from now, um, it's this is you know, this is going to be a weird subject for them. It'll be historic, them, but, interesting, historic, right? yeah. So right now, you're kind of eavesdropping on a conversation in the middle of it. Yep. And when we get out of this, there's probably going to be a ton more clarity in terms of how we should or should not have responded or felt or whatnot. Yes. Um, but one of the things that I think is really encouraging is the solidarity across the United States of America mm. to almost agree to protect our our people. Mm. Now, is it going to kill a whole bunch of people? Probably not. But there is this, I think, protection over our elderly and those who are vulnerable that mm. is actually somewhat admirable in this season. Yeah. At the same time, um, there are people who we have no idea how they're going to eat. We yeah. have people there. We have no idea how they're going to get paid because their jobs are on hold. Um, personally, I've been a part of two events that were canceled yesterday and today that um, probably well over thirty or forty thousand dollars have been lost, and that's just revenue. And mm-hmm. and um, so there's a lot in this. That's just me in events that I plan and orchestrate. Right. Um, we think about little things. Um, little things in the grand scheme of things, but big to us, but like our extravaganza and yeah. 85,000 eggs, you know, we're trying to think, what do we do with this? And how do we have a, a, a post coronavirus egg hunt, you know, oh, yeah. in May or something. And, and so there's a lot of things. So right now we're kind of in the middle of this and trying to get our head around it. So we thought what we'd do is next week, Monday through Friday, we'd release a new episode every day, address mm-hmm. some big questions. Um, there are so many concerns and ideas and we want to just kind of break through that with the word of God and say, how do we Amen. think biblically? Yeah. How do we live securely? How do we love really well? What does it look like? And so our first question is how should the church pray during national emergencies. So um, it's hard when we're actually encouraged to not gather. Mm. And so I want to talk about, I want to talk about prayer. I want to read a scripture and then give some really tangible, practical advice here. Um, There's power in prayer. I think we agree with the sentiment. The power actually is in God and God loves to hear prayer and he is moved by it. Mm. I think sometimes people don't pray because we because we don't see the immediate effect of it. Mm-hmm. We are discouraged and then therefore we don't. And so I think there's going to be a really strong temptation in believers to not prioritize prayer. I can guarantee you this. If 
100 million Christians in America, or 50 million, or 10 million, or a billion Christians globally get on their face before the Lord, the Lord will move. Mm. Um, I believe for my sphere, if I get on my face before the Lord, the Lord is always hearing what I am offering up as a request. He hears my praise. He hears my requests. He hears my needs. He hears my joy. And he is involved personally in everything I say to him. There is no prayer that is wasted, that is thrown away. He left the Holy Spirit in us. Oh my goodness. To minister to us. Yeah. And to what I can't find the verse right now, but it talks about the Holy Spirit groans. Yeah, Romans 8 when we don't Thank know you. what to pray, he yes. groans for us. Yes. And meaning he, meaning he knows what he's praying. Right. We, we may not know what's coming, but right. he's actually interceding for so us. So just know you're not going to have to get this perfect. Correct, yeah. But get on your face and pray. Yep. Because the Holy Spirit is in you and he will speak these words to the Father and totally. the Father hears. I think the big roadblock is is very simply, if we don't see it, mm-hmm. if we don't understand yep. what God's going to do with my big prayers on national and interna- international levels, yep. my temptation is just to not pray. So we're going to say, overcome that. First uh, Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, Paul is talking to a pastor, a young pastor, Timothy, and they're in Ephesus, and they're under the Roman Empire, and 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 things get heated. Christian Persecutions return on the Christians on a dime. Mm-hmm. And thank God what they're going through right now is not at all what we're going through. We're actually finding uh, national and even sometimes international solidarity together as a world. Like that's a very unique moment in time, which means when this is done, everyone's going to turn on each other and blame each other. But for right now, we're going to savor the solidarity. So first Timothy chapter two, verse one through four. First of all, then I urge that supplications, which are requests, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings, Mm and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Can I just take a moment, and and we're going to exposit this text. Number one, Paul, who's fairly smart and knows God's heart, doesn't really waste his time. He says, I urge you. So I'm going to look at, I want to look at you. I don't know who you are, who's listening, but I want to urge you that now is the time for the people of God to pray and to Mm -hmm. pray big and to pray specifically. Um, We are making really bold requests before God. We are interceding, which means we're standing between, I think of Donald Trump, we're going to intercede for him. I think of J.B. Pritzker, we're going to stand uh, before the Lord and pray for him, for wisdom. And we're going to talk about some specific things here. But he says, you make intercession, which means you go on their behalf before the Lord Mm. and you ask God to give them the things they need to lead, to lead well. He says this, we pray for the kings who are in high positions, everybody that we may lead. And this is, so this is our posture. So the world goes crazy Mm. and here's what we do. We are peaceful and we are quiet. Quiet doesn't mean silent. It means we're not flurried. Mm-hmm. It means we're not shaken. It means that we have calm confidence. And why are we not shaken? Because God is the same yesterday, today, Always. and forever. And he's the same in a crisis and he's the same in a blessing. Right. Yeah. So think about what he's saying to Timothy's audience. In persecution, we are peaceful mm-hmm. and not flurried. How much more when we're not right now in America being persecuted, we're actually being asked to participate with the global community to say, let's let's figure this out together. Like, this is actually comparatively to what they're going through in First Timothy. This we're in a pretty good place here. So, 
So our posture is peaceful, quiet, mm. godly. And then he says, dignified in every way. We're not the freak out people. Yep. We're not the overreactors. We're not the angry texters. We are not the people who go on Facebook or Instagram. 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 <laughs> Instagram. Instagram. It's okay. It's a new one. We're yeah. making a new yeah. social media Instagram. platform called Instagram. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. But that we are dignified in every way. Meaning, I like that word. Yeah, it's like we are. We're not immature. Right. We're mature. This mm-hmm. is the people of God. This is, we're made for this. Like mm-hmm. we were given the Holy Spirit for this. We are trained for this. I think that the proverbial woman she laughs at the future. Oh, isn't that so good? Because she's got plans. Yep. She has everything taken care of. But yep. part of that is the trust in the Lord. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. She looks at the future and she laughs. In mm-hmm. fact, um, that's one of my wife's favorite uh, verses because she does like some training, like. The mature godly woman sees all the crazy and she just says, today, yeah. it's going to be fine. The right. Lord's got tomorrow. Yep. We'll deal with it then. So yep. um, the Apostle Paul goes on. We're in First Timothy chapter 2, verse 3. He says, this is good. This is good and it's pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior. Like These are the things that make him happy. You get on your face and you pray. Yep. You are peaceful not flurried, you're quiet, you're godly, you're dignified. And the Lord sees that. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, I love that. Like Mm -hmm. that is what I want to see in my people. There's not a ton of passages that say what God is pleased. Like this specific, you know, this is the will of God. Right. There's like three or four of those in the New Testament, but this is another one that's very clear. Yeah. This is is the will of God crazy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. My goodness. And then verse four goes on and says, who God, the Savior, Jesus, who desires all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. And there's an implication here, which is when things are crazy, mm-hmm. God is up to something. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of pause and we say, this this season that we're in, it's God-ordained mm-hmm. and God's up to something. Yep. And so the people of God, we're, we are calm, we're peaceful, et cetera. Let's talk about a few specific ways that we should be praying. Pray specifically for our president. Pray specifically for our governor. Mm-hmm. Um, pray for and encourage. This is this is a category we were just talking about before yeah. the podcast. Yeah, people who are addicts. Yep. or who are in depression. Mm-hmm. Because any mental this, illnesses right absolutely. now. Absolutely, yeah. this is an attack on them. Because what what they need is connection. Yeah, and what what is happening is is people are being isolated and and understandably, but what needs to happen there is connection. So follow your prayer with a phone call by the way. Yep. Follow your prayer if they're not sick with a coffee date. You can Mm -hmm. still go out. Like we're not stuck in our homes. Nope. Um, Pray for your local governments because there's a lot bearing on them right now. And again, we believe that when we pray for God's wisdom and God's help, the Lord is not twiddling his thumbs. It's not a waste of words thrown out into the ether, but our God hears it and he loves it and he Mm. wants to hear this. And then he's responding. He even gives non-Christians wisdom and guidance to lead well Mm. into the future. Um, I have a little joke in my notes. This says, pray for Enneagram sixes. (laughs) Yeah, describe the sixes personality. Uh, They're the loyalists and they're security driven. And uh, I think of one one woman who, she's so precious. She, uh, (laughs) Everywhere we go, she is ready for every emergency on the planet. Oh, it's so impressive to me when they have everything in their purse. Everything. I'm like, oh, my arm got chopped yeah. off. And she's yeah. like, oh, I have a tourniquet. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> That's it's exactly crazy. what that, yeah. So, um, toothbrushes, all of it. Yeah, yeah, but there are friends of yours. We call yeah. them Enneagram Six, yeah. whatever. They could be, anybody yeah. can deal with anxiety. Security-driven uh, yeah. people. Pray for those personalities. Yeah, pray for them. And then, uh, because this is, a, this is topsy-turvy, and if you're already prone to anxiety, this can really just accelerate that. And then my last one would be, um, there, are, there are people who make a living by working daily in these industries. And um, there's going to be plausibly a lot of businesses that go out of uh, businesses that that lose a lot of money or go out of business by the end of this. 
people that and, don't have um, work because of this, absolutely. even for a couple of weeks, it, it's going to affect the economy, but it affect yep. them personally. A hundred percent. I think <gasps> about single mothers whose kids are at home all day, but I how thought, do you go? So if I was a single mom, how would I go to the grocery store with these two right now? Yep. My kids, if you know me, my, you don't know me. My kids are three and two and I'm pregnant. I, mean, I, I know you, but yeah, I know, but a lot yeah. of people don't know me. <laughs> yeah. So all that aside, like, how am I going to go out in public with my kids who lick everything, by the way? Wow. One of them That's... is getting molars on every table. <gasps> oh, no. So, anywho, yeah. but we have to think of our single moms. Yeah, so if you think of them, I mean, the great thing about prayer is um, when you're praying, when you're done, think this question. How can I be God's answer to this prayer in someone's life today? Mm. Because the idea here is is sometimes we pray and the Lord's like, you're the answer. You yeah, know? amen. Well, be the answer. We're going to talk tomorrow. I think tomorrow is going to be, we're going to go a little deeper into this. And the question is, what are some tangible ways that I personally can be a light when the world is going crazy. So why don't we come back tomorrow? We're going to yeah, go deeper we're gonna there. we're going to attack that.